ESPN analyst Dan Orlovsky with us at Jaguars practice Friday ahead of the Falcons-Jaguars matchup at Wembley. All right, so first off, this is a Jaguars team that all of a sudden coming into the season had expectations yeah. for the first time in a long time. And so far, a 1-2 and two record, uh, some question marks last week about how this team played. So handling the expectations, how does a team learn how to do that? Yeah, I mean, the NFL teaches you and kind of wires you in many ways to become a creature of habit and go week to week. And, you know, you can fall into the trap of it's a long season because eventually those games run out. And so it's, you know, it's having the understanding that there's no need to panic because there are plenty of games left. But also you can't just think just because it's Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday of game week that, um, what needs to get corrected from last week is going to just because. And so I think focusing on some of the things that um, are showing up. You know, I learned this early in my career from Gary Kubiak. He said winning covers everything, not cures everything. And so when you win last year and the expectations, it might cover up some of the things that you aren't doing well habit-wise on a daily basis. And, you know, I think last week's game is um, – in many ways, an aberration for, for anybody, let alone them. You know, the, the, how many different ways can you beat yourself? Um, so it's certainly learning from that, but also being aware, like, more than likely that's, that's not going to be the case on a consistent basis. Quarterback play, Trevor Lawrence, year three, year two in this system. We know what he did down the stretch last year. He kind of flipped the switch after the London game last year. We threw the goal-to-go interception here against Denver, then realized, hey, we, we got to stop doing that. That's what happened down the stretch. Without carrying it over uh, into year three, there's a lot of pressure on Trevor Lawrence, yeah. but you have to be able to handle that. Yeah, I think where, it's, where that pressure is showing up is in those moments where you want him in instinctually to be his natural self. You know, some of the, the third down and red zone throws, you could almost feel watching the tape, I'm trying to be so perfect here because, you know, of those expectations. And he'll run very similar plays versus relatively similar defenses on first or second downs. And you know, yep, that's awesome. And then he'll run, you know, stuff very similar on third downs or red zones. and. Uh, why are you waiting just a moment to throw that ball? Or it, I saw you cut that very similar concept loose in the first quarter with nine minutes to go. So I think it's just getting him to that point, and he's got to get himself there of, you know, kind of um, making sure that he's, you know, obviously those those plays matter, but uh, trying to just rely on his talent and his instincts a little bit more than um, forcing the ball to be perfect. Dan Orlovsky with us, ESPN. Big game for Calvin Ridley coming off last week's performance, first of all, right? Two drops, two false starts, but then playing his former team this week as well. Uh, and it's a contract year, everything that goes with it. He just wants to be so perfect all the time. But Doug Peterson said this week he just has to be Calvin. Well, what is a true Calvin Ridley performance? Uh, one of the top you know, seven wide receivers in the NFL, certainly one of the elite route runners and separators in the NFL. And so, you know, it when you watch the ball go from Trevor to Calvin, you go, yeah, that's that's a duo. That's one of the league's best duos. Um, and obviously the drops last week showed, I mean, to be honest, the team leads the NFL in drops. So I think that's, it's not just the Calvin thing. Um, you know, it's interesting because we called the Monday night game against Cincinnati and, and the Rams. And Jamar Chase had, been very quiet to start this season and Joe Burrow going to play and Jamar was just like 
just get me the ball, you know, and I'll figure out ways that we win. And I think it feels a little bit like that coming off of last week where, you know, Calvin's got to have one of those, hey, just throw me the football type of games. And if I get 14 or 15 targets, I'll make sure most of them are in my hands and it's good for our offense. So, you know, sometimes I, I'm the king of loving creativity when it comes to offense. I also am the king of hating trying to do too much and, and you know, trying to overcomplicate things. And there's a uh, there's a simplicity when you have elite talent, you know, and you can kind of put those guys by themselves and see if that is a one-on-one -on -one matchup you love. And if not, you got plenty of other talent to work away from. So there's a little bit of go back to kind of the simple aspects of my guy better than your guy. Dan, let's flip it to this Jaguars defense now. It's a group that pretty much everybody came back from last season. That's one thing. The continuity helps. Uh, however, uh, they're facing a running attack today in Bijan Robinson and a tight end group that can play um, without Devin Lloyd. He's not, he didn't even travel for the trip. So the challenges of Robinson, first of all, not many offenses in the league are geared up like this with a heavy run attack with tight ends. Yeah, I think the first thing is they they got to be so good before the snap. You know, Atlanta is and Arthur are so creative with their motions and their shifts and their personnels. And, you know, they'll take one personnel, say, call 21 two back one tight end and it'll look like 11 with with like three wide receivers out there or then they'll take like you know 22 personnel and, it, and it'll look spread out or they'll, they'll take 11 personnel one back one tight end and it'll look like a run formation so making sure they're really good pre-snap you know and, and disciplined is going to be a big deal and then handling the diversity of the run game is going to be a big deal Arthur throws a lot of different looks at you in the run game it's not just the zone concept so That'll be a big thing. I think, you know, for them to have a lot of success defensively, the interior of the defensive line has got to be great in the pass rush game. That's been a weakness for Atlanta, specifically in their play-action game. And um, Desmond Ritter, and I'm a fan of Desmond. Desmond's going to – he has three plays a game where you sit there and go, did you not see the guy? You know, he'll th he will give them the opportunity to get hands on the football. they they got to make those plays. And finally, special teams. You can't have those gaps like last week. That that can lose you a football game almost faster than anything else. When you're missing a field goal, getting one blocked, they get a touchdown after that, and then the kickoff return. That's got to clean up, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that's again like a, a hopefully for them an outlier. Um, you know, anytime you play a game that's so unique like this, when everything travels and you're in a different country and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, you always get worried about that because there is there a lack of focus potentially, but I would imagine coming off last week, uh, it's going to be a little bit more of the opposite, a little hyper-focus.